Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. My name is Macy Renee, and I am so excited to have you joining me this morning from wherever you are listening from in the world. All right, you guys, big, deep conversation today and topic. First, I want to say I am so sorry that you did not get a new episode last week. The honest truth is that I absolutely forgot to record it until it was already the middle of the week. I can't even believe it, but I've had a lot going on. If you've listened to the last podcast, um, I found a lump in my breast on my husband's birthday, October 24th, when I was in the bubble bath, and um, I have had some appointments since then, like blood work, and um, I had an appointment um, to you know let my doctor know that I had a lump in my breast, and Nothing's really progressed past that point. I mean, I got some feedback on my blood work that definitely needs to be cleaned up and I need to, you know, do even better about taking care of my health. But I have a mammogram and an ultrasound coming up this week. And if I'm being just fully transparent, it's been a battle for me. I mean, I have done so much reflection. I have done so much introspection. I have you know, had moments where I feel just complete and total faith and then moments where I feel shook to my core. I have had, you know, moments where I feel very empowered and healthy and other moments where I just feel defeated and down. And that's a part of the human experience. But I want to share that with you because if you are going through anything in your life that feels hard, just know that your power is in not resisting the moments where you feel those down moments. You know, something that happens a lot for us when we're in a lull is that people try to make us feel better. And a lot of times, it comes from two places. It comes from one empathetically, they want us to feel better. They, you know, they enjoy seeing us happy and they want us to be happy. And so they try to cheer us up and pull us out of our funk and our darkness. But the second reason is that sometimes for people, it's uncomfortable to see you in a condition or a space where you're not your quote unquote normal self, your normal, happy, bubbly, positive, however people would describe you self. And this can be so hard on sometimes friends and family and coworkers and just the people who love you so much that what 
what they subconsciously do is try to pull you out of the funk. And then on top of that, you have to watch yourself because we try to do this as well. We try to pull ourselves out of the funks that we are going through. And so the way that I have spent the last few weeks is being okay with the fact that I am on an emotional roller coaster. I have no idea what news is going to be given to me in the coming week or weeks. And my brain in its humanness is, you know, sometimes doing really well managing the stress and other times it's doing a terrible job at managing the stress. And there are times where, like I said, I feel good and I feel positive and I'm like, everything's going to be great. And, you know, even if not, we'll handle it. And there are other days where I am doom and gloom. And last week, apparently on Sunday, when I would normally be recording a podcast, I was in doom and gloom (laughs) and I didn't realize until middle of the week. I'm like, Oh my God, I totally forgot my podcast even existed because I was so deep in my own worry and grief and sadness and woe is me and all of the things that I didn't even realize I had forgotten about it. So I apologize, but I just wanted to share the humanness of that because that's real life. We're not always going to be in this positive, upbeat, happy place. And it's not problematic to be in those lulls. It is absolutely human to be in those lulls. And it's more so about do you allow yourself to feel it or do you shame yourself and try to buffer and distract yourself out of it? You know, do you let yourself feel like absolute crap even when it doesn't feel comfortable and actually honor the emotions that you're feeling in your body? And this is something that I have to be very conscious about doing because I live the first 20 something years of my life shoving my emotions down. And I didn't even know how to feel my emotions until I met my coach in 2016. Prior to that, I had done 17 years of therapy and I had always talked about my feelings and talked about my problems and talked about the things that were bothering me, but I didn't actually know the difference between talking about it and being able to describe a feeling versus actually feel a feeling and not push it away, not buffer, not distract myself, not run away from it, not bury it. That's a whole different skill. And those are the skills that I teach my clients. So that way, whenever life is handing them a dose of this does not feel good, instead of crawling in or under a rock and burying themselves for a long period of time and not accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish in their life, that they know how to feel the feelings, not make it a problem that they're having a human experience and then get themselves up and keep going. And so I just want to remind you that if you know someone in your life going through a hard time, be empathetic and offer them support. But sometimes the support is just saying, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel these things that you're feeling. You don't need to rush to feel better or you don't need to feel better right now. Like just give yourself permission to feel afraid or to feel fear or to feel, you know, sadness or defeat or grief or anger or loneliness or whatever it is, knowing that it will pass and it actually passes so much faster 
when we're not resisting the fact that we feel uncomfortable. So I really had that on my heart to say, and I just want to also say thank you to everybody who's reached out, who's messaged me, who's checked on me. Um, you know, it's made me feel really good. Some of you have shared, you know, that you had something similar happen in your life and it turned out to be benign and, you know, nothing to really worry about. And I do appreciate that because at this point, inadvertently my algorithm on social media which has been kind of an escape for me whenever I feel myself being swallowed by the stress of the unknown um, it's now calibrated to some google searches and probably picked up on some things that I've talked about you know with my husband and so now I'm my algorithm is showing me things that are stressing me out sometimes and not making me feel any better and so that has been interesting. So trying to manage my mind nonetheless has been a real challenge. And with that being said, it's so interesting because this whole week I've been thinking, oh my God, like in the moments that are so, so hard for me where I literally feel swallowed in fear. And when I tell you swallowed in fear, the only way that I can describe it is like So I get car anxiety and I really hate riding as a passenger with most people, especially if I'm sitting in the passenger seat up front. And it's because I have like, I'm a very, very cautious driver and I brake 10,000 times sooner than I would say 99% of the population. I watch several cars ahead of the car in front of me for their brake lights. And it's like, if I see like three or four cars ahead of the car in front of me hitting their brake lights, I start braking because a lot of people are last minute breakers. At least this is my thought, (laughs) my assumption and what I've seen. And it makes me nervous. I have this big fear of being in like a head on collision. And so anyways, Every time I get in the car to do a road trip, like I get to the point where there's so much anxiety in my body if I'm not the one driving that I just, I literally have this feeling of when I step out of the car and I'm in one piece and there hasn't been a catastrophe, I will literally kiss the ground that I walk on. And I actually had an experience like that a couple years ago going to 30A in Florida where I've hosted my where I hosted my previous retreat for hybrid experience and where I'm hosting the next one in February. And um, I had an Uber driver that literally scared the ever-loving you know what out of me. It was the scariest ride of my entire life. No exaggeration. And I I can remember, well, I was texting my friend and I remember telling her, like, I think you seriously have to meet me at the gate when we're dropped off with a beverage, like an alcoholic one. And I'm not someone who drinks much at all, hardly ever, unless it's like socially sometimes. But I was like, you're going to have to meet me with something that has alcohol in it because I am so revved up right now. I can't even, I will kiss the ground when we get there in one piece. I'm that afraid for my life. (laughs) It was so scary. And here's the other thing from the airport to the place we stay, it's supposed to take an hour. We made it there in 30 minutes. That's not an exaggeration. 30 minutes. He was going like 85 miles per hour in like a 40 mile per hour section. So anyways, 
what I mean by this is have you ever felt so scared that you're like, I will literally feel so much gratitude when I know 1000% that I'm safe. That is how I feel every time I get out of the car from being a passenger in, in someone else, you know, someone else being the driver's seat. Or for instance, when I get on an airplane, I'm not super anxious on airplanes, but I do feel like I could kiss the ground um, on days where there's turbulence. If there's a lot of turbulence and I notice my brain going to a dark place with all of the turbulence, I'm always like, when I get off this plane, I will literally kiss the ground. And so that is how I have noticed my... Um, emotional experience being this week is very much like I can't wait until the testing is over and I just have them tell me something and pray like pray that it's good because I will just literally look at life completely differently because of how this has like swallowed me whole so it's been this interesting experience where I'm like oh my gosh I can't even imagine what I would feel like or how I would be reacting to this if I didn't have tools, if I didn't have the emotional awareness that I have now, if I didn't have coaching, you know, I've had seven years of coaching, um, in addition to 17 years of therapy. And I just am thinking like, oh my God, there are people in the world that literally don't have a single tool, have never been to therapy, maybe have never had a coach in their life or any kind of personal development. And I just think, oh my God, I, I wonder if this is why like some people go down such a rabbit hole because they haven't had the supports in place because I, as someone who I feel like has had a lot of supports in place and has a great, you know, um, support system, I'm still in the rabbit hole in and out. It's definitely not as bad as I think it would be if I didn't have tools, but it was something I was thinking about and another reason why I have felt extremely grateful. So something that I wanted to kind of touch on today is a quote that I read of Brene Brown's when I was on Pinterest and it brought up, you know, a topic that I just wanted to cover and kind of related to some of the things that I am experiencing right now as well. So, um, the quote is one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. And I thought that that was so freaking powerful because it is 1000% true. A lot of times we try to push away the things that we've been through and the hardships that we've had and we, you know, our humanness wants it to all go away and all be done. And sometimes we can fall into this victim mentality of woe is me, why is this happening, you know, to me. And we forget that the things that we experience in our life, while yes, they are sometimes painful or tragic or stressful, that life is always happening for us, not to us. And if we can ground ourselves in that and remember that, it is so true that a lot of times our experiences become the stories that can change another person's life or their trajectory or the stories that give people hope and let people know, you know, everything's going to be okay. Like you have walked the path in some way. So when someone is freshly on that path, they can listen to your wisdom from you having experienced the hardship and, you know, you can help them grow through it. So I love this because 
in this hard season, you know, the last few weeks for me, it's been this battle of my brain of, you know, wanting to go to the worst case scenario and then wanting, like watching, I don't even want to say wanting because I haven't wanted my brain to do this, but I've watched my brain, you know, try to take me to the woe is me path. Like everything in my life is hard, like basically pulling up and digging up all of my past traumas and things that have been challenging for me. And I have had to work really, really hard with my brain on not digging up everything of the past and allowing it to try to create this future that I don't even want for myself. Like that has been the battle the last few weeks. And the reason that I love Brene's quote about one day the story you overcame will be someone else's survival guide, that resonates so deeply with me because I am who I am today and I have the business that I have today and even this podcast today because of what I have experienced and endured and learned from from the past. It has given me, you know, every everything that I currently have. And so when I go through those dark moments in my life, it's a reminder that you know, your test becomes your testimony. It can become your testimony. And when we're in the midst of all of that, it doesn't quite seem that way. You know, when you're in the middle of hardship, it's very hard to see out of it. It feels very cloudy, very impossible. Like I can remember my coach saying to me in the midst of working on myself, I I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know, you know, I was going to be a coach. I didn't know. I was an occupational therapist. I knew I didn't want to do that for the next 40 years of my life, but I had no inkling as to what I really wanted in my life, who I really wanted to be, what work I wanted to do in the world. Everything felt so foggy. I didn't really know myself or understand myself you know, she was helping me kind of unbecome everything that I knew I didn't want to be and become the person that I wanted to be. But in that messy, very hard process, you know, I, I didn't know what I wanted. And she would say things like, I can see it for you. I just see you doing such big things. I see this story being huge in the work that you do and you know I don't know what that is you may not know what that is but if you keep working on yourself you will find it and your experiences from your past your hardships your trauma all of the things that you have endured will be the very thing that may be able to help someone else and while I didn't see it at the time because I was so in it, I was still so in it. I had so many wounds I still needed to heal. I had so many things I still needed to work on within myself. I, I Even though that was true for me, I had to hold on to her words. I almost had to borrow her belief that every test that I had ever been through would end up being something that helped serve a purpose. And, you know, if you're in the middle of hardship or something that just feels like it is taking you down in some way, I want to let this be a reminder to you that any of your challenges that you're going through, if you let them can be the experience and the story 
that pulls someone out of their darkest days. And just as I was saying this, it made me think of the power of my group program. So whether it's the Equip Society where, you know, my clients get lifetime access or the hybrid experience where they join, you know, for a six-month program and we do a retreat, the reason those rooms are so incredibly powerful is because sometimes you have people in those rooms that are maybe five steps ahead or 10 steps ahead of something that another client is freshly experiencing and going through and they're in the depths of their pain. And I have, I have loved the group aspect of both of my programs in the sense that when that is true for a client and they are in the darkness and don't know how they're going to come out and they are willing to be super vulnerable and share what feels so scary and so vulnerable and so hard. I love whenever I have women that can say, I've been there and I have walked this path and I can tell you that you're going to be okay. Here's maybe even some advice I can give or some things you can look at knowing, you know, what I know from the tools that, you know, I've been working on or the coaching that I've been getting. And, you know, let me just offer this to you. You can take it or leave it. And it's so helpful for other people when they're in the midst of darkness. And that transformed my life, you know, seven years ago was really being vulnerable in all of my pain and having people hold space for me and some people who had endured what I had endured and their testimony pulling me out of my own darkness because it was like, even though this feels hard as hell, they give me hope that this is not a forever thing. And sometimes we really need that. And that's why who you surround yourself with and who, you know, you put yourself in circles with can be, you know, that make it or break it moment because you either have people where it's like, birds of a feather flock together and maybe everybody mopes about all of their hardships and doesn't ever come out of it. Or you put yourself in uncomfortable circles where it's like we can hold space, you know, or that, that group can hold space for the hardship, but also speak life into where you're going, not where you've been. And I think that that is something so powerful that coaching offers. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you if you are in a season, and I do emphasize saying season because it's temporary, it's not going to be a forever thing, it's just going to be a season of your life, and as I say that, I am really, really sinking into that for myself because this will either be a very short season where I just feel a lot of fear and a lot of what if and a lot of you know, worry and then get relieving news that it's okay. And then I decide where I go from there, which I can tell you will be to, oh my God, just clean up my health even more, not think I'm invincible because I'm young, even though I don't believe I'm invincible per se. Like I have definitely been lax on things that I know I could be doing better. And with all of these, you know, kind of health scare kind of things. I just know I need to clean it up. I just need to do better. And, um, you know, getting news that almost is like a warning would be ideal and cleaning up my habits. That's what I'm praying for in the event that it goes a different direction. And, you know, is for some reason, just life altering, 
again, I also have to remind myself it will be a season no matter what steps I take and that I will, you know, power through and that I can do that no matter what. It's just going to be a matter of using my tools and feeling my feelings and trusting myself and really trusting God and all of the things and allowing support and allowing help, you know, on and on and on. So I just want to remind you that if you are in a season hang in there if you're going through anything hard whether it is something that you know someone would say is minor or something that is major it doesn't matter everything that we go through as a human you know is challenging on different levels to us it's how we interpret what we're going through and I just want to encourage you that no matter what it is there can be good that comes from it because you're learning, there are lessons, there are ways you can be better. Like you can take any experience that feels incredibly painful and hard and turn your life into a completely different direction. And that is what I plan to do no matter what I am told and what I hope you do too no matter what you're going through, okay? So I love you dearly. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being supporters of the podcast. I don't think I say that enough. Thank you for leaving reviews on the podcast. If you haven't done that and this podcast has helped you, if you're an Apple listener, please go leave a review. If you're not, um, you can go to macyrenee.com and there's a little spot for leaving a Google review. Just you know, share that you're a, a podcast listener and if there's something specific that has helped you, I'd love to hear it. I love to read those. Um, but otherwise, if you need anything, let me know. And the last thing that I will say is make sure you're on my email list. If you haven't joined already, I have some fun little things coming up for the holidays that I think you'll want to know about. So I look forward to continuing to connect with you. And if you need anything, reach out anytime by going to macyrenee.com. All right. Bye guys. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye!